there. Thanks so much for being here today. Jesus is certainly getting us a vision for our eternity. He, he certainly is showing us what we need to know. And it's our choice to walk in it. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for showing us things to come, for preparing us, giving us the, the revelation knowledge that we need to be ready to stand before you that day. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. I want to read to you Matthew 7, 21 through 23 in the, in the interlinear Bible. And verse 21 not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father. He that does God's will. That's who enters into the kingdom of heaven that day when we stand before Jesus. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, haven't we prophesied in your name and in your name cast out devils? And in your name done many wonderful works. They're arguing. They're trying to convince Jesus. They realize that they didn't do the will of the Father, that they took light of it, that they took light of it. They didn't do it. They thought they could live the way they wanted to, maybe. And then at the last minute, when they heard the trumpet, okay, I did this, I did that, I got this all figured out, what I'm going to say, because they're going to feel the conviction they're going to feel the conviction, the guilt. They're going to know. Standing before Jesus, you're going to know without him saying a word. And that's why they're saying, but Lord. And you said, many are going to say that to him. He's telling us things to come. What's going to happen? This is, this is a warning. What's going to happen? You're going to wish you would have chosen Jesus here and now. You're going to wish you would have served him and sought after him. And that's up to you. And it, it tells us that in verse 23. And then I profess, I will profess unto them, I'll never, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who work iniquity. And in, in the interlinear Bible, it tells us that word iniquity is a condition without law because, of, because ignorant of it, because of violating it. And so that's not an excuse. You can't say you didn't know. There's no excuse. You can't, you can't say, well, I did this and I did that instead. Or I did what I thought I should do. Or this is what my pastor said. Jesus invites you to, to be in fellowship with him. He said he'll come and live on the inside of you if you heed his voice. So there's no excuse for you. You can't depend on another man. He's giving you a consciousness of him. You have to choose. You know, and, and some people just look around and, you know, we we're talking about the narrow path and the wide path yesterday. And some people look around and just think, oh, you know, she's the only one doing this and everybody's doing this. And so, you know, kind of like a, a two star, five star kind of thing. You know, you go look at something um, online that you're going to purchase and most people won't do the one star, two star, three star, but they want the five star. And so if Jesus isn't given a five star and where you're looking, you're thinking, oh, he's not worth my time. But then on that day, you're going to see you were wrong and you're going to wish you would have not gone by what someone else said or did. 
You're going to wish that you weren't ignorant of the law, that you opened the book and you didn't live by hearsay. You're going to wish you wouldn't have done that. You're going to wish you didn't live by someone else's opinion or even your opinion. You're going to wish that you opened the Word of God and looked at it yourself. If you're going to take somebody else's word for something you're going to purchase, it might not really be what you wanted. If you're going to take someone else's word for who Jesus is, you're going to be disappointed. It's not going to be what you wanted. And on that day, you're going to be so disappointed because you're practicing iniquity, just not knowing the law. We just, we just looked at that. You're violating the law. And then it says, you're, you're in contempt and violation of the law. It's wickedness to God. You know, he doesn't want to be like, okay, there's no other choice. Now I'm standing before Jesus, and so I'm going to choose him. It's not like that. He's not making it to be that kind of thing. You got to love him first. You got to seek him and find him first. He can't be a last minute, oh, I'm going to choose you. No. He's not free. He has feelings as a person. He's in love with you. And he wants you to know him and seek him and be in love with him. You're getting married. It's an engagement. You don't just say a prayer and say, okay, I'm going to have it now. I'm going to just do what I want to do right now. That's not the way it works. It's a relationship. He's saying, will you marry me? He's knocking at the door of your heart. Will you marry me? But you got to heed my voice so that you can know who I am, so that you can know how the kingdom of God is so that you can love, so I can recreate you in in my likeness, so I can teach you love, so I can separate you from the dysfunction, the evil in the world, iniquity. So many people are taught wrong, and so they just believe what they hear, or go to a church where you just believe, you just like what you hear, and so you believe that. And Jesus is saying no. And many are going to be in that condition because, but Lord, they're arguing. They're trying to convince him that they were a good person. Many in the church think they don't have to do anything. You have to obey him. The kingdom of God is taken by force. It is. You got to do something. You got to do his law. And you have the evil one coming against you to get you to stop, try to get you to stop doing his way. Right? We know this. I've come that you may have life. Have it to the full until it overflows. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it from you. If you don't understand this, you don't understand anything. What are you going to do? Are you going to choose Jesus? Are you going to choose God? You can't do good works. You got to choose good. And if you choose him, you, you, you choose good and you won't be disappointed. And you're going to get to know him. You're going to fall in love with him. And on that day, you're going to be so excited to see him in person. When he lives on the inside of you, he manifests himself to you. And so on that day, when you stand before him, you're going to be excited. 
and you're going to be you're going to be have been recreated in his likeness and um it says that in Ephesians 2:10 when you choose him he's going to put you on this path that leads to eternal life and he's going to recreate you in his likeness it's the good life the enemy is trying to choose, get you to choose hell and make you think that's a good life. That's the five star because everybody's going that way. And when you stand before him, you know, you chose that way because everybody was doing that. And then all of a sudden you see that you made the wrong choice. And you're going to be saying, but Lord, but I didn't know. But it's your job to know. You know, the word of God, he's giving you the word. It's your job to know. It's your job to go after him. He's a precious pearl. And what am I talking about? If you don't know, open the word of God. Open the word of God. I, I can talk to somebody like five minutes and, and find out that they don't know him. They're living by hearsay. They don't know the events in the Old Testament. They don't know who Jesus is. They don't know that he loves them. Because the enemy is running around, roaming around like a roaring lion, trying to devour those he can, and he can devour those who are ignorant of the word. My people perish for lack of knowledge. And so Jesus is telling you ahead of time, this is a warning. This isn't a little story, a fun little story to read. It's really going to happen on that day when you stand before him, if you practice iniquity, you're breaking, you're violating his law of love. His law is love. And you can't love without him. You can't love without knowing him. And so he's saying, will you marry me? Will you become engaged with me? Can I be your one and only? You're my one and only. I think about you all the time. I'm not here yet because it's not my will that one should perish. But you have to make a choice and you have to make it quickly because he's coming quickly. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him right now. Um, say, Jesus, I want to follow you. I'm going to heed your voice. I understand now it's not just a prayer that I pray and I sit on the couch and wait for you. I gotta be, you got to be a part of his life. He wants you to be a part of his life. In, a, in, a, in any relationship you have, it's sharing life, love, peace, joy, knowing each other, caring about each other, knowing what, what you think of each other. It's a relationship. And maybe you're thinking, well, how do I talk to an invisible God? He's not. When you ask him to come live on the inside of you, he's going to manifest himself to you. John 14, 21, he said he manifests himself to the one who obeys him. If you love him, you'll obey him. You'll, you'll obey him. You'll love him. You'll be able to see what you can't see without him. If you never ask him to come live on the inside of you, then you can't even see in the kingdom of God. So you have to decide that you're going to believe. If you, if you just let it go and take light of it, you're going to be so sorry that day that you did, that you didn't find out for yourself. Don't depend on someone else. Open the word. And he's his word, John 1.1. He's his word. And when you open the word, you're going to see him.
and you're going to hear him. He is the word. The word is talking to you. When you open the word of God, it's talking to you. He's showing you who he is. And so there's no excuse. Biblegateway.com, if you don't have a Bible, you can have one instantly right there. And you can pick any Bible you want. So that's what I have for you today. Jesus is coming. You got to get ready. And if you're practicing iniquity, it's no one's fault but your own because you didn't pursue him. And you're not going to be able to say, but Lord, I did this and I did that. I was a good person. I didn't think that I had to do your law. I thought I, I just, I thought everyone went to heaven. It doesn't matter what you thought, what you heard, what your opinion is, what matters is you ask Jesus to come live on the side of you and you read the word and you find out the truth for yourself. Not everyone's going to give him a five star. People are against Jesus because they had bad experiences, because they didn't understand what happened, because the enemy is a liar, and the enemy's access into your life is in your head. He comes into your thinking, and he tries to control you. He wants to be your God, and that's why Corinthians tells us, take captive every thought. Check out every thought and find out if it's God or the enemy. And how do you do that? You look at the Word of God, and the enemy is not going to, um, he's not going to sound like the Word. He's going to oppose the Word. He's going to try to get you to live by your feelings, not the Word. So, if you never asked him to come live on the inside of you, I want to encourage you to do that. Revelation 3.20, go look at it. He's knocking at the door of your heart. He's saying, I'll come in. I'll live with you. I'll dine with you. I'll show you the truth. I'll get you ready for eternal life. But if you don't say that prayer and you don't mean it, then you're not going to be getting ready. You're not going to be able to see or understand. You got to pay attention to the word. My son, pay attention to my word. It's life to those who find it, health to a man's whole body, Proverbs 4.20. And so... Seek him, Matthew 7. Read Matthew 7. Start there. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, start there. And then keep going. God is so good. He's so in love with you. Let me pray with you, Jesus. We thank you that you're showing us things to come. You're telling us the truth. You want us to know everything, and you want us to know everything about you, and you want us to know you. Thank you that you are a real person showing us real truth. We love you. We praise you. Give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. So good. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And go check him out. Check him out. BibleGateway.com Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.